Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whiskerware Apparel, along with Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes, and welcome to the show, everybody. We've got a bunch of stuff to go over tonight, Doc. It's It's been a heck of a week for me, and I, you know, we was talking, and you said it's really dry. I almost had to bail my yard today, but uh, I got to go do something that we rarely get to do. Cindy and I went and done a bunch of fun fishing uh, last week for our anniversary instead of fishing a tournament, and we absolutely had a blast. Yeah, and you were killing me because I was at work, and I had to, especially when you sent me that one picture that bitch he caught. Uh, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, Cindy caught a good one down there, a couple of good ones, and uh, we kind of found a, found a pattern, but um, we didn't tell anybody. I think I told you, but we didn't tell anybody that we was going to, fish one day with uh, one of the premier guys in the nation and uh thursday we was lucky enough to uh drive up to dyersburg and and let jeff dodd get in the boat with us and i'm going to tell you right now there's not a more fun day on the water than there is with jeff dodd yeah that guy is a hoot i've known him a bunch of years and uh he you know he he just a laugh a minute with him he really is. He's full of stories. He's got great information, but there's there's one story, and I downloaded hours of video the other day, and we still got pictures with Jeff in the boat that uh, have not been downloaded off our phones yet, so we still got a long way to go get it all done. But uh, we was we I just put Jeff in, in the seat of the old monster cat, and I said, here we go. Let's go catch some fish or at least find some. And He'd go up the river and he'd go down the river and he'd go back up the river and we pulled over to the spot and I was back in the back with the camera and Cindy was up front talking with Jeff and and uh, Jeff said, do you smell that? And Cindy thought there was something wrong with the boat. She said, what? He said, that smell right there, that's Massengill water. We're going to fish some Massengill water now. <laughs> and I, I thought I would fall out of the boat. It, to me, that was the funniest thing in the world. Uh, fishing with Jeff had been something I wanted to do for a long time, and him and I talked about it for a while. And and uh, you know things that just it's like fishing with you. You know I know you forever seemed like, and last year was the first time we ever got yeah. to fish together. But uh, yeah, we, had know, a, we had a we had a We did. We had a great time, and Jeff and Cindy and I had a really good time. And and uh, I I I'm even though Jeff and us didn't fish together in. Uh, where we're going to fish at Monsters on the Ohio or Mississippi River Monsters. Uh, I don't, I got to do some editing and put this together, and then I'm going to let everybody uh, set in the boat with Jeff and Cindy and I because we had a really fun time. We didn't catch a lot of fish, but Jeff was uh, told a lot of stories and give out some information, and uh, I want to get it put together where he can uh, approve what what I do before it ever gets out. But But you guys will absolutely enjoy it. Uh, we did. We had a great time, and then we went back. We was in Memphis a couple of days, and we really got in the rainstorm down there that last day we was down there. We, yeah. You know, you had told me that it was turning purple, but before it sunk in, what that meant, uh, it was too late. We kind of got wet, but yeah. there'll well, be it, days. Be yeah, days I've only seen that a couple of times. I remember the one time Lynn and I and Daniel were out on the boat in uh I asked her to look at the radar, and she goes, it's all purple. I said, uh-oh, that is bad. That's, that's as bad as you can get when it's raining. I think you're right. I mean, um, 
Cindy was after me to hurry up and we loaded up and took off back to the ramp and I, I was only running 30, 35 mile an hour, running, running very fast. And she kept looking over at me like there was something wrong. She's watching the sky and I still didn't think nothing about it. I thought we had plenty of time. We get the boat on and while I'm hooking it up and tying her down, it hit. And I'm telling you, it was a goose drowner. But uh, at that point, we decided it was time to come home. We'd had so much fun. We couldn't stand it anymore anyhow. Yeah. Good deal. And we're only uh, 32 days, 10 hours, 22 minutes, and 15 <laughs> seconds away from Mississippi River Monster. I I'm wound up after being down there and getting on some pretty good fish down there and finding a place and a pattern for the unders. I I'm really excited about getting down there. Uh, you know, you and I and Cindy are going to fish this tournament, and Lynn's coming down with you. We're going to do some pre-fishing. If everything goes right, we have a special guest that's supposed to come down there and pre-fish a day or two with us. Again, yes, that'll be a blast. We'll get to, we're going to try to do some live feeds, and we'll sure enough be recording that uh, and put that out maybe before Monsters on the Ohio. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got one more thing before we bring our guest in, Doc. Um, we have one tournament that was held that I don't have the results for for the cat to qualify for the Catfish Weekly National Championship. As of today, not including that one tournament, we have 335 qualified anglers to fish this tournament. Awesome. We was we was wanting to have 200 teams, and we're really really close to 200 teams. Uh, by the time the rest of the tournaments run through, and I had a guy call me today that's going to have another one, so we're still getting tournament entries. Uh, we should easily enough have our 200 teams, and uh, the way I figured it before with 200 teams, first place for the Catfish Weekly National Championship on Lake Ozark in May will pay $24,000. That's a little bit of change. That'll, get, that'll buy some gas. Well, it probably would get you home to Ohio, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we hope everybody makes it. Um, I'm figuring somewhere in the 80 to 90% range will show up. And if that's the case, we'll have a huge payday. Uh, but it's going to take 200 boats to get that amount of money for first place. Uh, but we're working on some other stuff, and we do have discounted motel rates and a bunch of stuff going to go on, and I'll be getting that stuff posted here pretty quick. We're going to get the uh, rule package out before long. I've sent that to you and some other guys to look over to make sure it was where we need to be. I think it's just about right, and then we'll get all that up, and it's going to be a great time. All yeah. right. Have you got anything before we get started, Doc? Uh, no. I'm, okay. I'm good to go. I just wanted to get out that when that Mississippi River Monster tournament was coming up. Oh, baby, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to rock for that. Tonight, we have the crew from Bottom Feeder Fishing, Nick Jones, Aaron Sweat, Sean Cor, and we have a little Abigail there that I know very well, and she'll be joining the guys in a little bit. Welcome, fellas. Thank you. What's going it's, on? Uh, hey. It's a pretty good pleasure to have you guys on the show we've heard a lot of good things about what you guys are going out got going on out there and nick if you wouldn't mind would you tell us a little bit about what you guys do yeah like we're a uh, local fishing club here in federal north carolina uh, me and our vice president aaron 
met up several years ago um, through some buddies fishing, and uh, we started doing a couple of charity events to, uh, well, actually, let me reiterate that. We started doing some fishing tournaments as charity events uh, for a couple of local organizations, and the club spawned from there. There was a, you know, a big gathering uh, after the cut couple months following that about people asking us to do other events and uh our local bait shop here riverside bait and tackle in Fayetteville, where we're at right now um you know has been nice enough to let us hold a lot of events here and host a lot of events uh, to benefit a lot of different charities and there's a, a couple charity organizations in the area that also do a, a yearly fishing to fight cancer that we all uh you know fish that as a yearly a yearly uh event so uh it pretty much spawned from that we're uh Strictly, uh, you know, no membership fees, all volunteer basis. Uh, all our members, uh, from you know me and Aaron and all of us, we're all all volunteers with the support of uh, all our pro staff and uh, you know all our our significant others and and the help from from all of us. Uh, you know, two years ago we started off, like I said, with me and Aaron. Now we got seventy local members, and uh, we failed probably eighteen uh, very successful events in the past uh, year and a half. So it's been an awesome time and uh, a pleasure to have met so many great people during the process also. That's outstanding. You know, yep. um, there's one thing I want to touch on with you guys just a minute. You you mentioned your significant others. Uh, without those people, whether yeah. it be your wife or your girlfriend or whatever the case may be, Doc, you know as well as I do, none of us would be able to do the things no. that we do. We just couldn't. You have to have some cooperation. I'm very fortunate that Cindy likes to fish as much or more than I do, and I enjoy seeing her catch the fish as much as if I'm doing it myself. But you have to have those people behind you to support you, uh, or it wouldn't be possible for any of us. Absolutely. I totally agree. I tell you, some of our guys like, uh, you know, Sean, he's one of our pro staffers. These guys, and, and all of them all our pro staffers and just our members, man, they spend so much time on the water and away from their families just to be able to make these charity events. And, uh, uh, you know, these guys love fishing the charity events and, uh, you know, it's their passion. It's, it's a way to do what you love and give back uh, all in the process. That's, that's yeah. very true. I'm very happy to know to, to know that you guys do so many charity events. Uh, one of the, the guys that was an original member of Catfish Weekly, uh, Paul Ragsdale, does so much of that stuff and gets uh, – it's kind of a thankless job. You get very little recognition for what you do, but it's so important to help and do these, these things. And a lot of guys uh, don't do it, uh, can't do it, don't have time to do it, but – uh, I gotta commend you guys for all that stuff because there there's a great need for all that. I appreciate it, man. It's been a pleasure. I tell you, um, you know, just just like you said, that all the people we meet doing this. Uh, also, you know, none of us would be here today uh, hanging out if it wasn't for uh, you know our our common bond of catfishing and helping others. So it, it's a it's a great time, man. We have a blast doing it. That's outstanding. Well, listen, I'm going to let Doc visit with you a little bit and see how much we can get covered. Uh, if we, if you think there's something that we need to go over that Doc and I don't ask you about it, let us know. We want to get everything out for people to, to the word out for everything you do to as many people as we can. So we want to make sure we cover all the bases. Cool deal. All right, guys. 
Uh, glad to have you on the show. Uh, you're from North Carolina. Yes, sir. Right out of Fayetteville, North Carolina and the surrounding areas. Now, are you guys fishing rivers or are you fishing lakes? Both. Both. We're actually located right, right here in town. We're at the local uh, Riverside Bait and Tackle, downtown Fayetteville, which is on the Cape Fear River. And the Cape Fear River flows from here down to Wilmington to the coast into the intercoastal water and the Brunswick River. River. And then uh, there's also several lakes around here. Uh, you know, you got Lake Gaston up on the north. Uh, part of North Carolina, and we've got a couple smaller lakes um, around here. And then I'm I'm actually originally from Charlotte, back home around Lake Norman. So, um, and all of us we're spread out, so everybody fishes all over, really. Yeah. Cool. So, so the the river systems. How big are the river systems? As compared, you know, I fish the Ohio, and then I fish in Mississippi too. But I'm just trying to get a feel of what size of river we're talking about it, it it depends on the stretch where you're at in north carolina okay. uh, the cape fear actually is fed by two rivers up towards sanford and raleigh the hall river and the deep river can join and from there it's probably 75 yards across maybe 10 foot deep average and then you'll hit a dam it'll drop down, you'll have another stretch. It may be an average of five foot at 100 yards across. And then there's a lot of rocks in Lillington, a lot of rapids. It's very, very shallow, averages about two foot, the whole length for about what, 30 miles? That's yeah, a long stretch. yeah there's a long stretch that is not even really navigable by, by boat unless you're on kayak. And then when you get down to where we're at, you're in more of a more deeper water it averages 12 foot down here probably 100 yards 75 to 100 yards in some places and then as you get towards wilmington it's 20 30 foot deep and and actually once you get into wilmington it's over a mile wide is there a lot of turns and bends in the river or is it like a straight oh, run yeah, it, yeah it's snake and winds here big time and then even where where sean's from um he can kind of tell you more about the the Noose River than we could. Um, I mean, if you kind of want to explain how it is up there, yeah. Well, the, the Noose River, it's it's like you like they were saying, it's real windy, snaky. The only problem with fishing on the Noose River is it doesn't have anything that sustains the level of water, so it fluctuates very fast. Here yeah. on the Cape Fear, we've got like a series of three locking dams from Fevel on down, so the water's more not really regulated because it flows freely through them dams. But, um, you know, the Cape Fear was an old barge river. So you, you've got that dredge channel here to where, like he's talking about in the noose, um, there is no dams at all. And, and you know, when it's like right now, we've only had rain probably once in about, you know, once or twice in about two weeks. And uh, and so the water levels in, uh, up there are really low. I mean, there's sections that, you know, you'd have to get out and drag the boat across, I imagine. Up until the late 70s. I think is when the commerce finally ended on the Cape Fear and the barges ton and the party boats and stuff like that and they'd have you know all kinds of stuff you'd have commercial traffic in the river and nowadays it's not like that you might see a tugboat every other year coming up here to work on um, our public works commission where they pull the water out of the river to treat it but um, that's about all you'll see other than that it's just fishing guys like us fishing 
Right. Now, what's a primary species you guys are targeting? I, I lost you on that last part. What's a primary species? Blue cats. And, uh, you, you got a lot of blue cats and, and flatheads in this area. Uh -huh. um, you know, normally at the weigh-ins, the majority of fish caught are blues. And, uh, I mean, as, as far as a percentage, I'd say you, you've got your flatheads. And it's all in the season, too, in the time of year, uh, really, in them areas. I mean, I'd, I'd say this last weigh-in, we had more blues than flatheads uh, compared to um, the Noose River Tournament. I believe they had a, a month or so ago up there where it was all flatheads weighed in pretty much, uh, maybe very few blues. Um, so it, it's particular to the area. I know flatheads are more prevalent um, around Sean's neck of the woods. Okay. One of our uh, listeners happens to be one of our sponsors. That's Robert from Survivor. He wants to know what's the current like on the rivers? The current, the current here can flux. Like right now, I mean, you can, uh, you can, be, you can be right here behind the bait and tackle shop with maybe a mile or two per hour current um, because of the lack of rain. But you let a good rain come come through, and the the upper lake it really accords to Jordan Lake. When they start letting water through, really predict what kind of current we're going to have. So you can almost watch the 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 outflow meter from the dam and kind of predict what kind of current's going to be. You know, if you haven't had any rain it's going to be that mile or two per hour. Yeah. Um, really slow slack current, uh, which makes the, you know, for hard fishing, as you know. Yeah. Now, are you, are you guys anchoring down or are you drifting or dragging or what do you do? How, what, you know, what, how does everybody fish? I'd say between, but I know a lot of us and especially tournament fishing here in the Cape Fear, me personally, um, I, I do more anchor fishing than anything else. Uh, I know Sean does a lot of uh, suspended uh, planer board fishing, drift fishing and stuff in the lakes. And um, we, we do more of the, uh, you know, anchor fishing uh, than drift fishing here. Okay. But uh, I've noticed guys are, uh, are starting to venture out a little bit after watching some of Mr. Lyle's videos this past week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really changed. Uh, over the years from what we're doing now from what we used to do 20 years ago big 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 change everything was always anchored when I first started out now now we're back bouncing we're drifting we're running planer boards I don't know what it, what's next to come but yeah it's going it's going to get interesting how about bait what, what are you guys using for bait use any I mean here, here's that yeah. rim, white perch. Again, a lot of it's seasonal here with the uh, yeah. Cape Fear River with the lock system. They've got fish ladders, so in the springtime you've got the American shad that run up from the coast. From the coast, if you're down in Wilmington, uh, you've got freshwater eel and uh, mullet that a lot of people will use for catfish bait down there. Fresh shrimp because you're in more of the brackish water area. We've had uh, guys clean out their live wells after tournaments down there and pull out crab legs. Oh, um, out of the live wells, so, and uh, so you know it depends on where you're at. But uh, here, the the bait is really not an issue. Um, you know, we've caught anything from white perch, brim, an array of sunfish right here. You know, behind the bait shop, this 
brim's pretty easy to catch here. There's a lot of bass fishing done in the river here. Okay, I'm I'm looking at. Okay. Oh, a Dieter jumps in there. He goes fish ladder. I didn't know fish had feet. Oh boy. <laughs> It's actually a series of uh, of step up rocks. It's a it's a row of rocks and a row of rocks with a rapid pretty much all the way up to where fish can gradually work their way up the uh, the steps there. And it's made for the migration of the uh, of the shad and for the fish in the river. Uh, the Cape Fear River is, like I said, the you know American shad spawning point. come up here, and, and without those locks, they wouldn't be able to get past a certain point. So. With the lock systems, they're able to, to get up. Allows them to migrate on upstream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's actually a big group of shad that show up at the lock, they'll actually put the group of shad in the lock, fill the lock up, open the doors, and allow them to, you know, swim on upriver without having to move up the fish ladder. Yeah, they'll track oh. them as far as they go up the yeah. cave here. It's a big ordeal around here. You'll have yeah. thousands of people come from all over the state you know, knowing when the shad are running and they'll be down there with their, you know, flies and pretty much anything. Kept them on, catch them on crappy jigs. Shark yeah, little shad, shad darts. I mean, just, just about anything, little chartreuse fly, something like that, they'll, they'll tear them up. Hmm. People eat the roe out too. They what? The roe, the eggs that they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut them open. And that's what they're after. They eat row and eggs for breakfast. Shad row. The shad row. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we got a call here. That, um, that shad row must taste better than a shad smells. From <laughs> I tell you, uh, of mine said his wife brought a shad home one day. And she just had to cook it. She wanted to know what it was like. He said they wound up throwing the whole frying pan away. That's bad. Yeah, we don't uh we don't have uh you know skipjack or anything like that here in town, but I know just right south of uh south of us a, a lot of our guys that fish, we've got some new guys that's joined up by the PD River and uh the southern part of the pd river and then down at santee uh you know i know skipjack is more of the prevalent bait there and stuff cool hey lyle i know i see the message oh yeah <laughs> i think it's time that we spin that wheel concrete well, man jumping right in there guess who forgot to load up everything <laughs> i can't believe it it won't uh, take me but just a second I actually, that's two weeks in a row, and I'm feeling kind of bad about that. But as bad as I feel, there's not a whole lot I can do about it at this point, except <laughs> yeah. load it up. Last week, I uh, uh, I didn't give you any warning. I just fired wow. it right up at you. I knew I was in trouble when I seen that post. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the time goes by so quick while we're talking, and you don't like to interrupt guests and stuff like that. But everybody wants to spin that wheel <laughs> right all right somebody there pick us out a low number low number uh throw out a seven there we seven go seven it is. It is. 
One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. And the winner is Josh Stroud. Uh oh. Josh Stroud. That's a local guy to you guys, isn't it? Yeah. Good deal. Him and his son come to a lot of our events. That's awesome. Well, I tell you what, let me get this back up. And let's just see what Josh wins. Now, don't forget this. We got a spot. We got something for this spot. But we haven't hit it yet. Here we go. All right. And the music is on. Like price of oh, missed it by one. Oh, missed it by one. Tennessee River Monsters. <laughs> Josh, if you'll contact Captain Scott Manning at Tennessee River Monsters, he has a package of, for you down there. Uh, he's he. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it'll probably be some of his new uh, rattle weights. Uh, what do they call them, Doc? Demon dragons. Demon dragons. Right on. And, uh, uh, awesome pretty fishing. Awesome, yep, pretty awesome fishing thing. And he's got a, got everything set up. So contact Scott, Captain Scott Manning, Tennessee River Monsters, and he will hook you up. Good deal. All right, where were we at? Okay, uh, your turn, Lyle. I'm checking the All right. I don't know if anybody's asking. Oh, everybody's saying, pick me, pick me. Pick okay. me, pick me. <laughs> yeah. Do any of you get to meet Ed Davis before he passed away? He was Cape Fear catfishing legend. I lost audio on you there, bud. I said, Dieter would like to know if any of you guys got, got to meet Ed Davis before he passed away. I did not. Um, Well, according to Dieter, he was quite the fisherman, and uh, that's the kind of guys we need. Hey, Tony, how are you doing? Welcome to Catfish Weekly. Tony Caton just joined. We have a bunch of the the big names in the sport in watching you guys tonight. we got Dieter Melhorn and Danny Calderon, the guys from Northwood Angling, Old Man Catfishing, Bottom Dollars Outdoors. There's a whole bunch of guys in here uh, that have shows and stuff, so uh, that's pretty cool. So right, what, what, I check out a lot of Dieter's, uh, Dieter and Luke from Northwoods Angling. I check out a lot of their videos. Awesome guys. Uh, Dieter's down there in my neck of the woods from Lake Wiley. My little well, brother just stays down there. I, I think a lot of Dieter and, and of Luke both uh, really enjoy their live feeds. But if they just done uh, videos, I would watch them anyhow because they're, they're so entertaining. And it's not about, although they both catch quite a few and a lot of fish, as does Danny and some of the others. Um, I don't watch them because they catch fish. I watch their shows because they're entertaining. They make me smile. They make me laugh. They give out quality information. There's some of the guys that do these shows uh, that the information they give, uh, they probably shouldn't be doing them. And that's okay. They want to do them, and I understand that. But the information just isn't there. These guys, quality stuff and it, it's good for the sport it's good for what they do and it's good for people coming along uh and and that's that's the kind of people we need 
to make videos and do the live feeds like Luke and Dieter do because uh, uh, you don't want somebody telling you a bunch of crap that ain't right. And next thing you know, the people are losing interest in fishing, and we don't want that at all. Yeah, well, you know, like anything else, to me, uh, the best way to learn is to watch. And, and being right. able to watch some videos, you can learn a lot just by being right there in the boat, you know, with them guys. And, you know, hats off to them for taking that kind of time. And we try to do uh, the same also uh, as much as we can. We've got our YouTube channel that we're trying to build up. And we've got some videos uh, of Sean out on the water and trying to get more footage uh, and stuff like that. Because it just helps. It helps bring people out. Um, like I said, within the past year and a half, we've probably had, you know, 20 members go out and buy boats. Uh, people have never even owned boats before. And, uh, you know, these guys are out fishing together every other weekend and, uh, you know, making new friends and traveling new places. And, you know, that's what it's all about. That's how we started. And uh, we, me and uh, Aaron were lucky enough to have a fishing partner who kind of showed us the ropes and, and took us out. And it was, it was more than just fishing. It was, it was life lessons that you learn out there. That's exactly uh, right. How to treat people. That, that's exactly right. I, I used to fish a lot uh, with a friend of mine who is still a great friend of mine. His name was, excuse me, is Heath Atkins. He lives over around Columbia, Missouri. Uh, Heath, Keith and I uh, fish tournaments together. We fun fish together. And I promise you, we fix more of the world's problems than any politician ever did. None of them ever heard a word of it, but we had such yeah. a great time. Uh, he, he's, he was a good fisherman. We had a wonderful time, and, and uh, I talked to him every once in a while. And, and uh, he just kind of far away, and he's just got remarried and all that. He's got things to do, and I got things to do, but I miss O'Heat Keith really bad. And uh, we're going to get together one of these days, surprise everybody. He's going to show up, fish with Cindy and I at a tournament. We're going to try to set him on fire. <laughs> All right, got so, several questions here. Uh, Catfish Clothing wants to know how many tournaments do they fish per year? <laughs> wow. I want to say we, we held, uh, we've had our own tournament. Um, probably about one tournament a month for the past 16 months. We've taken the past two months off uh, to do a couple uh, local charity events and to focus on some fundraisers that we had for some friends of ours. Um, our secretary and my girlfriend, her sister's been fighting cancer. And uh, we've got another friend of ours who's trying to get out the word for uh, melanoma cancer. So we've been doing a lot of those fundraisers and taking some time off. But uh, I'd say on the average, you know, at the first of this year, we were fishing two and three tournaments a week. Um, and with us branching out, now that we've got different members, um, we're not going to do as, as many tournaments. We're going to focus on our charity events, but uh, our club is going to go fish other events as a club. Um, we're going to start spreading out to some of the local tournament trails, um, some of the bigger events and stuff like that. So that, that's our goal for the next year is to kind of spread out and get our guys um, in, in some bigger events and spread the word about what we're doing. Good Very deal. Nice. All right. Dieter wants to know, what are the best months for trophy cats on the Cape Fear? I couldn't hear you. Dieter wants to know, what are the best months for trophy cats on the Cape Fear? You say the best spots? Yeah. Months. months. The best months month to month. fish out there. Gotcha. Sorry, we, we got a break in here between the crickets and uh and the <laughs> the 
but yeah i'd say the best months i mean after the spawn we've had a pretty rough summer i know uh with the last the the last uh dark moon of uh july you know things have started to pick up we had a uh riverside actually had an event this past weekend that had a uh 45 pound flathead pulled in which is one of the bigger fish that's been seen um, Sean caught one of the bigger fish that we've seen in about a year. The morning of July 4th, uh, Sean called me, had caught a 67 pound blue down here, um, which was abnormal for that time, time of year. And, uh, you know, but as, as far as the better months, springtime when the shad run starts is, is really key, uh, to follow the shad. Uh, when you're following that bait, you're following the catfish here. Yep. Good deal. I'd say October. Yeah, October is one of the yeah, fall time. That, fall yeah. time's really good too. That's whenever October and December. I would say when the water starts cooling off a little bit and they're coming, you know, coming out and feeding they're a little bit more. Feed feed yeah. It's that first big freeze. Yeah. The state record flatheads from this stretch of the river behind us, though. How big is that? 78 78 pounds 78 pounds yeah i believe i'm not sure of the year but it's it's been some years uh since that state record's been caught i know last year alone um uh that flathead sean ran into a flathead that he hooked up with last year and got in the boat which was a good 55 60 pounds uh close we didn't have any scales that night it was a big old fish um but it was only 72 inches long yeah i mean he covered from one end of the boat to the other and he was one of the bigger fish we've seen in this area there's there's a lot of with all the tournaments that go on here they're all catch and release tournaments so all these fish are put in right here you know back behind the river so they're here it's, it's just getting out there and getting on them uh, this is a picky section of the river with with the water fluctuations also so you figure if if fish go up river and the waters come down there's spots where they get trapped up river and can't get down and then they get in between the locks and stuff so um it's one of the things for the cape fear river just like anywhere else you got to be out there you got to be out there on a regular basis yeah always take more than one bait with you on the boat and just try say if nothing's working try something different it won't hurt yeah. i know it's been real tough since october when hurricane matthew came through um the river was 0.3 feet away from setting a new record of height for the flood stage um part of fayetteville went underwater riverside's basement underneath us actually went underwater and they lost every bit of bait all their bait coolers from where we're sitting pumps for the from where we're time. sitting down to the boat ramp and the elevation is probably a good 40, 40, 40, 40 45 feet yeah, and like the water was in the basement of Six, where yeah. we're sitting wow yeah, the water had come up that wow uh, that high and it really devastated right here at riverside they've got a um amphitheater behind that i mean it, it devastated ruined the stage out there uh which you know this is the venue for our uh not ours but for the fishing to fight cancer tournament that an organization here in town does every year and so it, it was a really big deal and a big devastation and everybody's chipped in to to make it uh to make it happen and we've actually got uh the tournament that i was telling mr lyle about coming up uh friday the 13th 
in October. It'll be Friday night. It's actually kicking off uh, an event we're doing here, NC Vet Fest 2017, which will be a free catfish tournament for veterans. We've got captains that are volunteering to uh, take out veterans for that trip, and it's going to be free for the captains and veterans. We'll have prizes for everybody uh, donated from a lot of our sponsors, and then um, our club also has went and raised money to uh, be able to, you know, buy prizes for that event and everything. And that, that event will kick off um, the stage being rebuilt and, and everything here. Um, so there's, there's a lot going on here in the next couple months uh, with the club and um, events that we do have. And if anybody, you know, wants to get a part of that and would like to take a captain out and come check out the Cape Fear River, uh, like I said, it's a free event. It'd be a great time to do it without having to, you know, um, put up the money for a big time tournament or anything like that and come in, um, you know, do your duty back to your country and take a veteran out and uh, help us out also be able to put this event on. So anybody that wants to reach out to us, just hit us up on our Facebook page or anything like that. When is that again? It's uh, Friday, October the 13th. It's going to be an overnight event. It's going to start at seven o'clock that night until 10 o'clock the next morning. So it's uh, Friday the 13th and 14th, and the 14th will be the weigh-in. That okay. is an outstanding thing to be doing. Thank you, Lyle. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't do it without the help of all these guys. I mean, we've got uh, several guys, obviously, that we, we couldn't even fit in this room if we really wanted to get everybody in here who wanted to be here. Um, but like I said, with, with everybody, you know, it, it comes together. It just works out. That's that's great. Dieter would like to know when your uh, uh, veterans tournament is. Yeah, that's the the one I'm talking about. That's going to be October Friday the 13th. And uh, anybody interested in taking a veteran out for that trip, just contact us. And uh, we've we've got an organization that we're working with here who's actually hosting the event, which is a vet SAR program, and they're the National Veteran Search and Recovery Program. And uh, okay. They go out and help veterans who are missing, um, who maybe have Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, they're first responders, uh, first responders to PTSD, um, you know, veteran uh, suicide prevention and stuff like that, uh, missing veterans and stuff. So they're the ones hosting this event, and they ask us to come on board, and, and uh, we volunteered to put up the catfish event to, uh, to kind of help promote the event and kick everything off. That, that's just that's outstanding. Dieter said to tell you guys to email him that information so he can tell all his North Carolina folks about it. And I think that's a great idea. If anytime you have any information like that, feel free to post that stuff on Catfish Weekly's page. We would love to have it on the group page uh, so people maybe we can get a few more out there and and really get uh, get you a big crowd. Matt Sanders said he would like to thank you guys for honoring our veterans, as we all would. Um, I, I think I told you about the Fishing for Freedom tournament Cindy and I fish every year, where we take a veteran, not necessarily a veteran, but a military person, past or, or present. Uh, it's probably our favorite tournament of the year. There's no money involved, and it is so much fun. And if you guys that are listening would like to do one of the most rewarding events that you could ever possibly do. Get a hold of these guys and go out and take a military person out uh, for a day or a night on the water. I guarantee you, uh, it'll be a time you will never forget. 
Absolutely, man. These guys, uh, a lot of our members, you know, are uh, active duty. We're right here outside of Fort Bragg. We've got several active duty. You know, these guys are away from their, their homes and can't get out and, you know, do anything because they're away from home. They don't really know the area. And we started meeting guys down here. Um, we've, we've been lucky enough to run up with a couple of our guys, uh, one of our pro staff now, Justin Grail, who is active duty, uh, you know, and just the way them guys reach out to each other and make sure to get each other on the water and, and, and help each other out is just awesome. It is. It's really, it's really something, and uh, it's so special to so many of us. And uh, those of us that's had children, our family members in the military, it's really special to us. And uh, like I say, we fish it every year. We enjoy it very much. I know a lot of other people that do. And uh, the, the event they have in Quincy is, is monstrous. Uh, and I hope that you guys have that kind of success out there with what you're doing. I appreciate it, man. I tell you, it's uh, that, that's what our goal is. I'd love to see it grow every year. Um, like a lot of these events, our first event that we kicked off with was a fishing for vision. Um, we had, you know, 19 boats. The second event we had, we had 20 some boats and each, each time it just grows. Um, immediately when we started talking about this, it's been a month in the planning. We've already got 10 veterans, We've got several companies jumped on board to help us out with the, uh, with the you know items for all the veterans and the captains that are going to be going out and their, their prizes and everything for the day so it's it's been a blessing just to have all the help that we have had uh, well and and that's something that people forget uh if, and i will mention this too uh even though you have guys with boats taking these people out and they're all excited about going i'm sure you would take any volunteers that would come down and help you do this event Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. People, people to help work an event uh, is something that is hard to come by. Uh, and an event like this where there's uh, not any pay for it, it's, it's even harder to get people. But this is the kind of thing that everybody needs to get involved with. These guys give a lot to us. It doesn't hurt any of us to give back just a little bit. Yeah, there's a big uh, bass tournament that goes on every year that one of our guys, his father's a part of, called the Warriors on the Water. Mm -hmm. And the bass tournament happens at Jordan Lake. And we were actually, uh, I got to volunteer for a couple hours this year. And uh, we, we plan on going back as a group next year and helping out. And, and you, you're talking about over 100 and some boats just to watch this being orchestrated. You know, it's awesome to watch that many people come together and make something like that happen because i mean it takes it takes numerous amounts of, of people and time and uh you know for them guys to put it together that that kind of was our goal to realize all right this is this is how it's done and this is what we want to be that's that's right that, that's yeah. outstanding we're, we're 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 pulling for you boys and if there's anything that doc and i can do through catfish weekly don't hesitate we'll be glad to help you if we can um do you happen to know a gentleman by the name of Jason Robinson? Yes, sir. <laughs> Jason no says you're a stand-up guy, which I knew the day I talked to you that you was and was thrilled that you'd take the time to, to do the show with us. Thanks, Mr. Jason, for tuning in, man. He, he's uh, one of our newer members down in South Carolina. And uh, I really, man, like I said, the support pours out, man. I get phone calls on the daily of uh people want to join us we've had some of the local tournament trail leaders actually join up with us which was a you know a 
just it was it was awesome to be reached out to by them guys you know wanting to join Absolutely. what we're doing and uh, that's what it's all about that's what we're all about is getting together and having a good time anybody ever down in the Fevel area i mean check us out check us out on instagram and facebook we're very active on where we're at where we're fishing uh, you know if we got room on the boat we'll throw you out on on the boat with us uh if we got time or got room you know so uh definitely if anybody's down this way wants to get up with us feel free to contact us on the page or, or uh you know instagram and thanks to jason for looking out for us at uh bass pro shops this past weekend yeah that's right jason went on the rig wrap hunt this weekend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, uh, and i think he ordered ordered him the old backpack with the rig wrap so he's gonna be hooked up for a tournament we got going on this weekend heck yeah that's yeah. outstanding now do you guys have anything else going on that, that you can tell us about that's upcoming events? As far as events go, we don't have anything set in stone as far as dates, except for next April, uh, one of our members is the fire chief at Bowie Creek uh, Fire Department, which is one of the local fire departments, and they put on an event every year, um, which is a pay event, pay tournament, all the proceeds go fallen firefighters i'm not sure the actual uh, charity but it goes towards the fallen firefighter charity and that's uh put on next april 28th that's outstanding then, uh, another great cause yep and then uh, that's that's going to be our focus this year we had a free event for kids we had a, a catfish for kids catfish tournament out on sharon harris um about a four-hour tournament and uh that's one of those local smaller lakes that's got uh i wouldn't say smaller but it's got some of the smaller fish more prevalent in size so uh, you know the guys were able to go out there uh, again all volunteers going out there to take these kids on a free event outstanding um, they went fishing for three four hours and we let the kids weigh in all the fish and it, it was an awesome event we i'll do. bet I, i've got uh, some, i've got some information that i would like to share with you gentlemen all right dieter melhorn says that he'd like to shoot a video with you i lost you get it? No, not not yet. Haven't got it. There we okay. go. All right, Dieter Melhorn wants to shoot a video with you guys, and personally, I think that's an outstanding idea. Absolutely, absolutely, we'd be uh, thrilled. Uh, Dieter, I'll, I'll hit you up whenever we get off. I'll send you an email, and uh, we'll swap information, and we would be absolutely honored to uh, get on the boat. Absolutely. Uh, Luke at Northwood Angling says he'll be on your Facebook, as will I. And um, like I say, any links or anything like that that we can do to help you out, be happy to do it. Uh, don't hesitate. Uh, anything we can do to help you guys, that's what we want to do. So, uh, you know, just kind of keep us in the loop. Hey, Doc. Yeah. I sure will. It's time to spin that wheel. All right. <laughs> Hey, have you guys still got Abigail there? I, I do. I was just about to ask you. Uh, I was just about to remind you about the, uh, speaking of the Fishing for Freedom that you do every year. Uh, I, one of our members, we got to talking the other day. I know you know, but uh, everybody else doesn't. Um, one of our members, Abigail, um, me and her father were good friends. Um, actually, my cousin, which is also one of the Bottom Feeders members, um, they were her her father and my cousin were neighbors and uh, fishing buddies and abigail actually was lucky enough to go fishing with mr lyle on the uh fishing for freedom yep. 
and we got to talking the other day and she said uh she said oh lyle stokes i know him she said, i've been on his boat she started breaking out pictures i was like oh <laughs> we had such a great time she's such a uh perfect little lady to have in a boat with us we enjoyed it so much abigail would you pick out a low number for us and we're going to spend the rig wrap prize wheel um let's go with 47 low number i'll be there all day <laughs> stay under 10 what's What'd she say Go ahead and repeat the number. We missed it. Four. Okay. Four. Number Here four. All righty. One. Two. Three. Four. And the winner is Josh Kilgore. Let me get this rope down. Going the highway to heaven now, baby. <laughs> uh oh. Josh Kilgore, you need to get a hold of George Young Jr. Oh, you boy. Just one yourself a B&M bumping rod. Uh -oh. Pretty good prize there. So be sure and contact George Young. He has all that information. Um, they will hook you up and make sure that you get that taken care of. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Now, Abigail, how have you been? I have been really good, Miss Law. How are you? I'm wonderful. Have you been catching a lot of fish? I have. Um, Nick and I went out, oh gosh, I would say a couple weeks ago. And basically, when we go out, he gives me the poles and helps me cast them out there. And basically, it's all on me. Yeah. Um, he doesn't beat them up and cast out. them out like I did. Well, not quite as good as you, but he's getting there. Hey, she, 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 can, she can cast a bait caster now. She's like. Yep. But uh, she broke her personal best a couple weeks ago uh, before I sold my boat. And I'm actually, um, thanks to Mr. Jason Robinson, about to get a new one. And uh, he's going to help me get back on the water, man. Like, like I said, you know, that's just another thing, uh, having guys like this to reach out and help us and, and stuff. But, uh, you know, back to it. Uh, Abby got on her personal best a couple weeks ago, and she's been gaining on that. So she's working hard, yeah. putting in the work. Um, Abby's definitely a learner, and she's uh, – She's here to, to show them what's up in the, in the lady angler positions. I That's love ripping awesome. lips. That's right. That's right. We had, we had she's such still, a wonderful time. She, she still got, she still got the stuffed catfish you gave her. I do. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, you know. I actually gave it to his, um, Nick's daughter and she still has it. It's sitting yeah, in her cool. room. It's been, it's That's outstanding. You know, um, a lot of people have heard the story, but a, a lot of people don't know that um, a good friend of ours, Lyle David, uh, was actually to take the trip with us for Fishing for Freedom, and he donated that trip to Abigail to, to go out, and instead I got a friend of mine 
to take his boat and videotape our trip with her. Uh, and I, like I say, I found out a bunch of that and he is such a great guy. We got to be involved with him in the fishing for freedom and tournament two years in a row. And I understand he's out East someplace now. And, uh, I, I really miss seeing him. He's, he's a great guy for the sport and he donated that, uh, uh, trip to you, Abigail, uh, in memory of your dad and, uh, that's pretty touching deal. We were so happy that you showed up and went in and got in the boat with us. And, and, uh, this year, uh, you, you might like to know that we took another lady out in the boat. Becky Ann went with us and, uh, she's former military herself and we had a great time, but the fishing wasn't any better with her in the boat than it was when you went there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's, that's why, why she got the catfish. Yep, she said you felt sorry fish. for her. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, if if I remember right, I ended up giving you a fishing rod too, didn't I? Yes, yes sir. She still she got, got it. Do you use it? It's probably sitting at my house. <laughs> and the pink that went along with it. That's nice. That's nice. Well, we was we was really happy to take you out, and and I hope if you find your way back to Missouri sometime, you'd give us a holler and we'll go fishing again. I'll try to redeem myself from that last trip. Hey, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely try and make it out. We've uh we've actually got one of our pro staff members who's going to be leaving us. He's active duty and he's going to be uh going back to Fort Campbell, and so he's going to be back out your way and uh. And uh, so we'll have somebody from Bottom Feeders out that way, uh, representing Bottom Feeders and trying to continue what we're doing out that way also. That's Good really people. cool. That's really cool. If he makes it to the Lake of the Ozarks area, have him get in touch with me. We'd love to take him out for a day fishing. Uh, I don't know exactly how far Fort Campbell is, but it's a ways. Yeah, I think he said he's about four hours out. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. He said he is local. Um, uh, we were talking about the actual na uh, the national the national uh, championship next year, the catfish weekly at the Lake Ozarks. I was telling them about that. Yep. Well, we, we're going to have a big time with that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I was telling Doc a while ago, 335 people have now qualified for that event, and we got a bunch of them yet to go. Uh, so we're hoping to make 200 boats. Uh, and if so, we'll have a big payout and that's, uh, kind of what everybody wants is a big payout. So, uh, we hope that we can when, make that happen and, and, uh, get reasonable rates for everybody to stay. Cause we got to get people is coming, pardon me, gonna spend a week up here pre-fishing for the event. It's, uh, it's, it's turning, it's turning into something really good. Good deal. All right. Well, listen, we're running on about an hour, Nick. Uh, I want to thank all you guys for, for spending your time on the show with us tonight. Uh, it was so good to get to see Abby. I was thrilled when you told me that she was there tonight. It just it was really cool deal. Uh, such a nice young lady with a bright future, and we're all pulling for anything that she has going on. But if you guys have anybody that you'd like to thank or anything that you'd like to tell everybody about, especially how to get in touch with you guys, uh, go ahead and do so. Yeah, man, I'd like to give a big shout out to the guys here at Riverside Bait and Tackle, uh, the folks at Fish Wide Open, which is the clothing I'm wearing, a percentage of their proceeds back to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Also, uh, the former president of uh, Swamp Boys is the owner of this company, 
and they're the ones who put on the big fishing to fight cancer tournament here in town every year which brings a lot of anglers uh we have over or they have over 130 boats last year i believe um on this stretch of river you know and then uh Carolina Outdoor Magazine, Rig Wraps, Hooker's Terminal Tackle made me a sponsor angler today. Uh, also, Rig Wraps for making me part of their pro staff. And uh, all the companies we deal with, the guys from Big Cat Fever Rods and uh, Fish Bite Rod Holders, I uh, want to thank everybody, like I said. And uh, we really appreciate it. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube. And uh, if, if there's anything that bottom feeders can do to help you guys, uh, you know, get the word out like likewise about shedding, uh, sharing the word about events, and stuff like that please contact us man we really appreciate it it's been an honor to uh be on the show that we've watched forever well you know what nick if you guys keep doing what you're doing that's the best thing you can do for all of us we will man i can promise you that we're gonna keep at it i really appreciate it buddy it's a uh, it's motivation to be on the show i tell you it really is well listen you guys if anything jumps up that you need to get the word out, please get in touch with Doc or I. We'll be glad to set it up, even if it's for a whole show or if it's just for something you need to get the word out. If we do a 10, 15, 20-minute segment, we'll be happy to do that. Anything we can do to help you guys out, we'll be happy to do so. Thank you so much for having us on, Doc and Lyle. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Abigail. Anytime. It was great. Happy. I hope to see you soon. If you see see my buddy Lyle David, you holler at him, tell him I've been thinking about him, would you? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Thanks guys. again, guys. We'll see y'all real soon. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Man, that's a, a great thing they got going on out there, Doc, yeah. and, and uh, a lot of time spent, a lot of energy spent. Uh, for nothing but a thank you, and I'm quite sure they don't get near enough of them, but they got some wonderful projects going, and there should be a lot more than that. But guys like Nick and, and Sean and Aaron, and, uh, you know, they, they get this going. They've got a great deal going. I've heard about it for some time, uh, and it's just uh, it's a great deal. I hope that some people set up and take notice of what they're doing uh, and maybe start events like that in their areas. Right. Right. So, yep, it's really good. That's that's for sure. I love what people are doing stuff for vets and stuff like that. I I never had the opportunity to get into service, but I had two brothers that did, and uh, think the world of vets. Absolutely, that's uh, one something that's very near and dear to us. And I noticed that they said something about St. Jude's. That's something that I'm a very high on also because all the proceeds that they send out there will help these kids that uh, have fighting cancer product problems and things like that. And, uh, there's so many worthwhile things that people can donate to. Uh, but our veterans, they're the ones that make everything possible for all of us. They got to be uh, a high priority on any list. Good deal. What have you got for, uh, uh, tournament results, doc? Tournament results. Cabela's King cat was on Fort Madison, Iowa. It was a super event, uh, two days on the Mississippi River. 27 boat, boats involved. First place, Brian Espy and Ken Luttrell, 94.02 pounds. Second, Jim Gil Gilwater and Josh Mays, 87.42 pounds. Uh, third, Joey Heckoff and Jerry Cox, 
82.70, and they had the big fish of the tournament, which was a 14.92 pound. I believe, I think that was a flathead, I think. It may have been a channel, I don't know. Fourth place, Mark Farrow and Jerry Klein, the second, 75.64 pounds. Fifth, Ron King and John King, 70.34 pounds. And sixth place, Buddy Weisenberger and Weisenberger, 69.74 pounds. A kind of interesting fact, uh, there is a four-way race for Angler of the Year, and they are all from Ohio, where wow. I live. Yeah, so another tight race. It, the same, it was the same last year. It was about three guys, and this year it's all four Buckeyes chasing after Angler of the Year with two events left. Outstanding. Uh, my other one I've got is uh, Catfish Country, which was on Man was on Manchester on the Ohio River, 10 votes. First place, Vic and Lind Linda Shepard, 43.7. Second, Ray Butler and Scott Wilson, 39 pounds. They also had Big Fish, which was a 32.9 pound. And third, Tim Mulville Hill and Grant Wilson, 28.75. That's what I got, Lyle. All right, buddy. Uh, I have the results from the King of the Ohio tournament that was held out this past weekend. And the winner of that was Jeff Smeltz and Johnny Marshall. Uh, second place was Nick Hahn, Andrew Hahn, and Casey Tudoreau. Uh Then we have Jeremiah Keene and Andy Williams, and James Holcomb and Lloyd Tanner. On the Twisted Cat Outdoor Tournament that was held in Cape Girardeau, Aaron Wheatley and Rob Benefield, first place. Uh, good job for them guys. Second place was Brad Shoemate, Ben Weber, and Michael Auburn. Third place was Jeremy Ransom, George Young Jr., and Ben Goble. Uh, Hunter Jones, Jason Acock, and I can't read that last one, but let me see if I can find it. Jason Acock and Ryan Royner. Uh, it was fourth place. Uh, fifth place was Derek Stone, Silas Stone, and Brandon Mockins. Uh, pretty big hitters in that tournament. Yep. You know that that uh, pretty pretty big deal. Um, that was on Cape. That was at Cape Girardeau, wasn't it? Cape Girardeau on the Mississippi River. Yes, sir. Yep. I also had the Glasgow City tournament results. Um, another qualifying event. Both of the previous ones was qualifying events. Jeremy Cordy, Laura Cordy, uh, first place, Dale Smith, Daniel Jacobs for second, Ben Cordy, Courtney McMillan for third, fourth was Kurt Bennett, Andy Ogden, and fifth was Brad Young, Shelby Beeler. Uh, there was some of those people that was already qualified, uh, but their partners wasn't, so now that would fill up a bunch of those uh, deals. I have uh, another tournament result here as soon as I can come up with it. Mm -hmm. I know it's here. Well, while, we're, while I'm looking for that, Mississippi Catfish Trail will be holding a tournament this weekend at Helena, Arkansas. You can contact them at the Mississippi Catfish Trail uh, Facebook page. And by the way, Rose Thompson is now selling uh, lead sinkers. 
All-American catfishing out of Kansas City, Kansas. First place, John Hoover, Hooverson and Guy Masters. Second, Chris Quigley and Christian Graham. Third, Andrew Carnes and Randy Morgan. Fourth, Brian Brandstetter and Matt Brady. And fifth was John Barterfield and Michael Butter, Butterfield. Sorry. And those also uh, Catfish Weekly National Qualifying Events. So we qualified a bunch of people this weekend, Doc. Yes, we did. We still have a tournament we haven't got any results on yet, but I'm sure that they will get them to me. Uh, like I say, we have more people signing up for them all the time, and uh, it, it's going to be a huge event. Uh, it never dreamed it would would reach this uh, size. I really didn't, but I'm, I'm very happy about that. Oh, I'm sorry, Marty. You're right. How, how did I miss that? Let me find that again. Marty Gerloff, actually, I don't know how I don't have him named, but Marty Gerloff and Savannah Styles. I don't know how I didn't get that on there. I have everything wrote down. And they had a partner with them. I don't, don't have her, his name. Won the tournament. I'm looking for it. I don't know how I missed that because it didn't copy when I printed it out. I'm very sorry, Marty. You know, I, you know, I'd never do that to you, but uh, but Marty Gerloff and Savannah and and I can't remember the guy they fished with, and I should know him. Uh, but they won the Tony. tournament over there. Pardon me, Marty Savannah. Tony DeBuff. Yeah, it was a yeah. Glasgow tournament. And yeah. I know what happened, and I'm very sorry, Marty. Thanks, uh, Marty. There were so many people that was was qualified. I was having to split them up to get the ones qualified down, and, and I didn't get your you guys uh, in there. And what I copied and pasted was the ones that actually qualified for the tournament and not how it won. But, but yeah, Marty was doing a live feed the other night, and Savannah put a really nice – 50 pound blue in the boat at night while they was up there feeding. And if you get a chance to watch that, it's extremely comical. I, I watch a lot of Marty's uh, feeds. He does when they're night fishing and stuff. And uh, Savannah's a hoot now, I'm telling you. If you get a chance, run over to Marty Gerloff's uh, Facebook page, pull that up, and take a listen at it. it it's quite entertaining. And uh, uh, he also has the one where Tony caught a really nice fish, too. So uh, check it out. You'll enjoy it, I promise. Doc, how about a tip of the night? All right, tip of the night. Um, when I'm lake fishing, I use drift socks. One of the things that I do with the drift socks is I like to station them around the boat. You know, most people just uh, go right to their cleats and uh, hook the drift socks on their cleats. I don't like to do that. Uh, I position drift socks around the side, sometimes they're in the front. And the way I do it is with paracord. This is 550 paracord. And what I do is I burn the ends that way it doesn't ravel. And then all I do is I just take and make an overhand loop, just like that. And you got a knot. Now, you can take this, you can put it on any cleat on any rail on your boat, and 
all you have to do is just slip it through, slip it on, tighten it up, and there you go. And you can adjust this anywhere you want. So if the boat, if the front end of the boat is dragging and you know it's twisting around on you, and you want to bring that front end back around or the rear, then you can adjust these, and then they're easy on and off. And that's Doc's tip for the night: use using paracord to adjust drift socks. That that's an outstanding tip, Doc. And you know, I use something just like that. We have some of the uh, uh, extendable poles that you sh they call them uh, shallow water anchors that you shove in the sand or mud yeah. and anchor your boat. I have two of those, and I use a deal just like that, hooked up to the rod holders on the front of the boat to lock it in. Yeah, works and, and really they well. Work, they work really well, but uh, you got to tie that knot, and it really helps. And you're right about burning the ends on them to keep them from fraying out is just yeah, a really good they, they will and they don't take up any space i mean you can no. put them anywhere and uh you never know what else you could possibly use that for but uh, i never thought about uh using them on on uh damn lost my train of thought again um <laughs> part of getting socks old. yeah the, the dress socks i never thought about doing that but, uh, you know, I, I did use them on the shallow water anchors, and they work really well for that. So Yeah, it works else? out real well. I mean, I, I've, got, I've got a total. I've got two 54-inch ones. I've got one 32-inch. I used to have two, and I lost one. And then I've got a huge 10-footer yeah. that I use. So. Yep, that's really good. What else have we got to go over tonight? Uh, I think that is about it, Lyle. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's. It's a nine fifteen. Well, it's ten. What is it? Your time? Eight. It is eight twelve. Okay, it's it's nine twelve here in Ohio. Let's just spin that wheel one more time. Let's do that. So, pick me out a number, big guy. Uh, number five. One. Two. Three, four, and five. And the winner is Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. Let's see what we can do for Jerry tonight, Doc. Whisker sticks, Jerry Whisker Hall. Sticks. If you will contact me with your uh, contact information, I have some Whisker sticks LED lights. I will package and send them right out to you. They're a great product. You're going to love them. I promise. I use them on coolers. The inside, tape them the inside lid on my coolers when we're traveling. When would we do a lot of our travel at night? And you go back there and we keep two liters of soda, so we just refill everything as we go. I know Doc uses his on his planer boards. There's a million uses for the things, and they are extremely bright, extremely easy to operate. You're just going to love them. 
Major Brown would like to know how the pre-orders are coming along for delivery on the rig wrap sinker slides. Um, I know Glenn has been watching the show. Glenn, do you have He's any there now. information on that that we could share with our viewers? Don't know. I haven't talked to Glenn. I like I say we was gone a few yeah. days, so uh, he's on the he's on the show right now. He, I see him right there. He he. I know the last I had I had knew uh, Major that uh, it, there it it's going to be a few weeks, and so samples will be in a few weeks or so. So that'd be great. Uh, yeah. We're all looking forward to that. I, I, you know, everybody I see, Doc, they're they're interested in knowing when those are going to be out and uh, uh, everybody's excited about them. And another thing that, that people are excited about and, and uh, is the uh, survivor units. I, I get people asking me all the time, said, are you coming? They know I have a few. Say, are you coming? I want to pick them up when I see it at this tournament or that tournament. So uh, get a hold of Robert with, he will hook you up with your survivor units. If you don't, if you want to meet me at a tournament or some event we're going to be at, I'll be happy to, to hook you up with one. Uh, Glenn's got the sinker slides coming. And in the meantime, while they're coming, go to his website and check out the other products that RigWrap have. I promise you, you're going to love them. And if you if you get on there and order something and don't get a pair of those scissors, you're going to be so disappointed. They're just an amazing product. All right, Doc. Um, I'm going to let everybody know next week, Rob Clodfelder from Whiskerware Apparel is supposed to join us on the show. We're looking forward to that. Rob's yep. been a long time sponsor, does a lot for the sport, does a lot for you and I and, the, and Catfish Weekly. And I'm really excited about getting on here. I know he's got a bunch of, uh, of, of things happening uh, with his company, so we're going to find out all the, the lowdown and get that done. Uh, Glenn for Brig Wrap. Free shipping on everything going on right now. Now is a great time to be ordering you some Brig Wrap. Yeah. There you go. You know, uh, shipping is something that people forget about when they're they're buying products. So if you're getting it for free, you need to get a hold of Glenn and make that happen because that's a heck of a deal. I think that'll do it tonight. Wasn't as long as a lot of them, but it's still a pretty good deal. We're an uh, hour and 20 minutes. Yep. The August issue of Catfish Now magazine will be out tonight. It includes a story on Callie Bowman, who won her story on the Rig Rat Prize Wheel. So be sure and check that out. Callie is a sweet young lady. Uh, even though she's Jeremy Cottingham's girlfriend, we're not going to hold that against her. I think the world of her, she's just a real nice girl. So I'm sure that Ron Presley has wrote up a really nice article about Callie. Looking forward to reading it, Ron. Thank you for letting us uh, know about that. If there's and, nothing else. And thanks, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Catfish Weekly. That's exactly right. We'll see you next Monday night at 7 Central. Uh, be sure and tune in. We look forward to having you. Night, everybody. <laughs>